Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Looks toward Lamb. Shoulder shake. Throws! That's going to be caught by Ferguson. Touchdown. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. How about that highlight? Mal Michaels featuring the best player in the game last night and Dak Prescott. In all seriousness, Jake Ferguson looks like Jay Novacek out there. The guy's unbelievable. Like catching passes from Dak Prescott. And now here's Brandon Cooks also starting to get the job done. C.D. Lamb's obviously an alpha. And getting contributions from Jalen Tolbert, drawing pass interference penalties. If Cooks is going to step up like this, I mean, obviously he adds like another dimension to this Cowboys passing offense. Another excellent performance by Dak Prescott. Some would say an MVP caliber performance as the Cowboys beat the Seahawks 41-35, despite it feels like Dallas like trying to trying to lose the game at the end with whatever the hell that was at the end with their clock management. Uh, we will get to the NFC playoff picture. We will talk the games coming up next week for these two teams. The Seahawks will travel to San Francisco to play the Niners. Good luck. And uh, the Cowboys will host the Eagles on what's going to be the most hotly anticipated Sunday Night Football game of the season coming up next week. A lot to do over the course of the show. Reminder for everyone on YouTube and Twitch in the chats right now, tell us what your favorite football bet is for this weekend. Give us the case for that bet, and we'll talk about it coming up in the third hour of the show, and we'll give you a shout-out here on You Better, You Bet. But Ken, let's talk a little bit more about the game last night. You know, betting thoughts, overall thoughts. Dallas wins 41-35 in an instant classic. Yeah, just... um the the idea of like the mvp conversation again i'll just go back to so i kind of gave you like just what i thought watching it like you got if you bet dak you got the best case scenario you really did um dramatic game high scoring game he plays great uh all the talk after the game is about him and we should probably actually talk about like the other cowboys and the other award markets because like as dak becomes more likely to win this he's like sucks up all the oxygen in the room like there there isn't anything left for micah parsons or there's certainly nothing left for Deron Bland and there's nothing left for CD lamb. Like it's almost like Dak got there first, like a CD lamb could be awesome the rest of the year. Like, oh, this is all we're going to talk about now. Or like Mike how McCarthy this should be should MVP. People want to make a right. case for him to be coach of the year. Absolutely. And a team could win a ton of games this year, could win more games than maybe the guy who ends up winning coach of the year to your point. But, uh, but all of like, it's all very singularly focused on the quarterback and it's, it's a, that's a two way street, right? It's not just that Dak becomes more likely to win as he becomes more likely to win. Other players become less likely to win. Honestly, I really think like Parsons case is very dramatically impacted by the fact that like Dak's more likely to win MVP now. And that's just not what the Cowboys are going to be viewed as like Parsons is a great player. He's awesome. He'd be first team all pro this year for sure. Without, without breaking a sweat, everybody will vote for him. First team all pro he'll get votes for this award too, but just like, Miles Garrett and TJ Watt are like the thing on their respective teams. They're the thing. 
Cleveland doesn't have any quarterbacks. Like, this is easy. <laughs> this is an easy case to make as long as Garrett plays and if he doesn't, Watt plays. Like, that's what it is. So I, I actually think Parsons' candidacy is, like, going down the toilet a little bit here, despite the fact it's occurring while the team keeps winning and he's playing well. Like, imagine that. Imagine that mind F going on in your head and right he had, now. And, he had, so and just, he had to play at the end of the game to seal the game yes, for Dallas. But, like, and coming out right. of the game, guess what? No, no one's talking about the Micah Parsons play right. to seal the game. Well, it's all about are, Dak Prescott. And if they are, it's like, well, how did Seattle leave him unblocked? Stupid Seattle. It's not like Parsons is so good, right? And, and, it's, and the to funny be fair, thing is, it's pretty stupid. Pretty stupid pretty by stupid. Seattle, to be it's, fair. But the game ends, and they tease after the game that like Parsons and Dak are going to be on the set, and just Dak comes out. I'm just like, well, this is like incredibly interesting and like almost symbolic of what's happening in the market right now. That like, oh, actually, just this guy's going to come out and talk. You know, the guy who everybody cares about. Um, and it's not. It's not even anti Parsons. It's just like human nature. Like vote, voters are going to get both awards to these teams. We talked about this yesterday, and I think it was confirmed by what we saw last night and how that game was covered. Um, that may end up affecting whether you want to bet defensive player of the year. Come, like, see if Miles Garrett's okay this weekend. He looks okay. He gets a sack. All of a sudden, like market reopens and Parsons is even close to those guys. That might be wrong. That might, this might that might be a time to bet the other two guys. Um, as long as wrong, as long as you know Garrett's you know comes out of that game okay. Maybe you give him you and Parsons is going to hold a lot of win probability. You can probably wait for a game for Garrett to make sure that he's okay before you make that decision. That market gets more interesting because this market's interesting in terms of MVP. Like, I just want like this is catching fire, right? And it's, you know, love the love the tweets, love the pats on the back. Like you you nailed it like a month ago, like this exact thing would happen and they'd play. Like great, like, like sort of mission accomplished. Like everything I wanted to happen happened. All that does is it just creates like a coin flip situation against the other guy. <laughs> like that's all it does. But we're holding a coin flip where our side pays 40 to one, which is like kind of what you want in this situation. Like we'll talk about the game. The Cowboys will be favored in the game next week against the Eagles. But like, great like this plan came together perfectly and now it's a coin flip for 40 to one that's what it feels like to me where there's two guys who can win and we have one and it pays huge and he's going to be a favorite against the other guy um so like you know is do i think Dak's going to win now he's a little more likely to win but like i think you made a, a great comparison like whether it's tennis or just or just anything else like just the idea of like there, there are two players involved here, and as Dak plays well, he also needs the other guy to play poorly. He does. He needs that, and it's really important for his MVP case that Jalen Hurts loses this game on Sunday. It's really important for his MVP. It's almost more important than him winning, uh, than him winning the game last night. Is that like Hurts has to be vulnerable? He has to drop a game. If they run through everybody. Like, it ain't happening, even if I want it to happen desperately. And I think everybody wants it to happen. But, like, the guys, if the guy's going to go 16 and 1, it doesn't matter that, like, we love Dak. He, he's not going to win. <laughs> like, Jalen Hurts is going to win if he goes 16 and 1. So, you know, as, as happy as I am about what's transpired, this is why the Jake Elliott field goal against the Bills drove me absolutely nuts last week. They just have to lose one of these three, like, just one of them. Like, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, can you just drop one? And then, like, you'll, then the Cowboys will play you. They can be the other one. Like, great. And it didn't happen. And Jake Elliott got out his, you know, three iron and hooked this thing in. And I'm just, like, losing my mind because I'm a great. They're going to win in overtime. And I'm worried the same thing's going to happen again. And if it happens, then, hey, this was really fun last night. But maybe it doesn't matter a whole lot. Like, maybe that's just not a big deal. So, you know, as, as excited as I am, as, as I'm happy everyone is who bet it, yeah, our bets have aged phenomenally. You couldn't ask for better results still like a giant looming topic question player on the other end of this argument. And that has to go really well too. And it hasn't gone great so far. You know, as uh, as someone who will have his first child next year and we're going to have a baby girl and I will be God willing, you know, hopefully everything goes well, happy, healthy baby. I'll be a hashtag girl, dad. 
Ken is a hashtag girl dad. Dak Prescott, a hashtag girl dad. I kind of think that we should put some pressure on the, the, hash, the national media here. You got a daughter and you're not going to vote for Dak Prescott? What kind of dad are you? loser miserable what kind of dad what kind of dad are you to your to your baby girl to your daughter if you ain't voting for Dak Prescott just something something to think about as we approach the MVP voting at the end of the season (laughs) let's apply pressure that way sounds sounds great (laughs) but but to to your your, just to just to tie a bow on this argument though because I I should say this too like okay like you're you're sitting there you're like well I missed everything what do I do now (laughs) like I, I miss I watched the game last night he looks awesome uh, I think this is like the worst possible time in human history to bet Dak Prescott to win MVP. I mean, you couldn't imagine a worse time. It's as big a pop as you can possibly have, as big a price drop as you can possibly have. You're at the end of it. So like, it's we're, we're done now. Like, there's nothing else. That now they're playing the coin flip game. Like, you were already there. Like, I would never, ever, ever tell someone to bet him right now. I, I think the really interesting thing is, well, like, if Hurts loses... The price is going to drop, but hurts again. We're talking about coin flip games, like the idea that like you need a coin flip to kind of go in your direction. San Francisco is a three point favorite. Dallas would be a three point favorite, but like, like I think the Eagles are very live in both too. games. Like Purdy yeah. could be awesome in the game. He's ten to, to be one fair right though. I do think what last night did a little bit is it really. I think it very clearly separates Dak and Purdy in terms of candidates, in terms of the discussion about them. And I know people are going to be like, well, that's because Dak just played. If Purdy plays and he does the same thing, the same thing will happen. I'll bet you a lot of money it doesn't happen. Agreed. If it, if it plays sense. out the same way. Common sense There's says just, that also, I think. I think that, that right game's that. not going to be covered the same way. Last night's game was solely about this. That game Sunday is about, it's too important. It's about, it's about a lot of things. And he will be one of the central figures in it, but it's the Eagles are in the game. He's not the only central figure in the game. It just won't be covered the same way, whether you, whether you think that's fair or not. And I, I would also emphasize this because we shared some stuff back and forth, Nick, and I see some stuff out there as we come down to the stretch of award season, just like to remind people, like if you see somebody make a case for a bet and, and especially starting like right now, right now, or like in the next couple of weeks and the case for a bet on an award, Heisman, uh, NFL awards, anything that's like coming up soon that's coming down to the finish line. And the case is like what that person thinks should happen. Like, oh, well, he's first in this and he's first in this. They're doing it wrong. There's a, don't listen to them. Disregard anything that they're saying. Doesn't matter. Like all you should be singularly focused on now with both of these markets, Heisman and then NFL awards, especially NFL, really starting this weekend, but especially next week. Just listen to what the voters are saying. The people who cover the league, what are they telling you they're going to do? It is, as is awards better or someone who bets into these markets, it, who cares what you think? You don't vote. What you think is irrelevant. What you, you're stupid. I'm stupid. I don't matter. I'm not, I'm not an important part of the proceedings. I would like to identify the people who are important parts of the proceedings and pick their brain on what they think. What are they writing about? What are they talking about? Who do they think should win? So like, even if you think Dak MVP is like stupid, we're, we're at the point of the season where your opinion doesn't matter and neither does mine. Like they're talking about it, therefore it matters. And any of these other awards, if they're going to talk about it, if Russell Wilson's going to start getting pub for comeback player of the year, I'm going to start listening because they're talking about it. And if they're talking about DeMar Hamlin instead and they're not talking about Wilson, I'm going to listen to that too, even though that hurts me, even though I lose money on that. So just like important to keep in mind here down the stretch, we're getting to the point in the season where it's like, and so don't listen to the cases where it's like, well, I think that they should give it to the great, go write a blog, go do a podcast. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like just who the voters, what are they? That's all I care about. 
what are no matter how stupid it might be no matter how bad the decision might be how unfair it might be like if they give it to Dak but Hurts wins more games no matter how all of those things it might be what are they going to do that's my job to figure out and if i do a bad job of figuring that out then then i failed like that's my job figure out what i think they're going to do who cares what i think is uh where does uh go write a blog ranking like the best insults in 2023 to say to someone. <laughs> I say this as someone who has frequently had blogs, by the way. I say this as someone who understands what that's like. Uh, I, it's just, I, I never it's just wrote the, a blog. Like, I feel like I feel like I don't have the patience the, for it, but I feel like I might have been good yeah. at it. Like, you you I mean, were just, very like, good whatever. at it for a while. Like, here, here's a phone. Call somebody who cares, you know, if you have these cases for guys. Like, I just... Uh, you well, look, and like, I, can I just, I want to toss something in on this because, like, I'm not as, like, I, I don't pay as much attention. I'm not as good as, at this as Ken is, but, like, I'm able to identify stuff when I see it in the media when it's like, well, you know, I think that this should be what it is. And it's like, even like, you listen to the show, like, you don't have to be, like, super stud awards be better to uh, be a part of this show and you'll see stuff out there and say, okay, great. Like, you think that. It would be like me saying, you know what? I, I really think tomorrow, I think grass should be red. And I think that that's what it should be. And guess what? You're going to wake up and grass is going to be green. Great. That's where Ken's right. Like, go write a blog. Grassisred.com. There you go. That's yeah, your blog. Yeah, I just, it's it's tough. So I, I'll give you an example, right? This happens in Defensive Player of the Year every year. And someone will have a lot of sacks that's like a fringe player, like a player who has never had a lot of sacks before. Last year, it was Matthew Judon of the Patriots. Had like a lot of sacks. And everybody would start doing this. This these, year, it's like, Hunter, uh, right? Or it's been these cases. points. This sure. Year, right? Yeah. Or like, honestly, or it was like kind of Deron Bland was like kind of who it was, where it was just like a player who was doing a lot of cool stuff. But instead of like listening to what everyone Trevon else is saying, Diggs, like, right. We haven't sure. we didn't even mentioned that. Yeah, right? The Diggs, like, 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 two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Yes. So it's, there's been, it's, you know, and historically there's been a lot of players who like have a random 18 sack season or something that's happened, 16 sack season. And you'll see in a vacuum, it doesn't even have to be like, people like who do content or whatever it's just but i mean like if they're on social media you'll just see these hey like i bet this because this guy has a lot of sacks i think he could lead the league in sacks i think da, 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 da. be like cool uh have you read what anyone who votes or is like connected to the media is saying about the award they're all saying it's this other guy but like you think the guy's gonna lead the league in sex so you just again like what you think as like the per like you're not the voter like stop. <laughs> stop that's that type of analysis is great for the first half of the season because you have to try to kind of think like a voter they're not talking yet and if they are talking they're making predictions which they're really bad at because i and i'm really bad at it we're all really bad at predictions so you have to kind of think like them for a while but eventually you pass the baton to them okay i've tried to figure out what i think you're going to do now you open your mouth and i get to figure out if i'm right or not honestly like and sometimes i'm not going to be right so I'm like, oh man like Seems like everyone's kind of into this. I didn't think that was going to happen. And you got to just change. You got to change gears. Like, great. Last year in the in hockey, the Norris Trophy, I was convinced the first two months, Eric Carlson of the Sharks was never going to win the Norris Trophy for best defenseman because he played on the worst team in the league. And that award never goes to someone on a bad team ever in the history of the award. Never does. But we get to like the halfway point, two thirds mark. We have Dennis Bernstein, a guest on the show all the time. He goes, Ken, I got to tell you, if Carlson gets 100 points, me and others, we're going to vote for Carlson. He says that. And what, what am I going to do? You idiot. No, you shouldn't. Or am I going to go bet a ton of money on Carlson? Like, what am I going to go do in that situation? Again, just like listen and just change gears when you hear what's happening, especially down to the finish line here. And for people that like that hear that and like don't like that, 
where it's like, well, well, I think my opinion should matter. Well, like, you know, just accept the reality of the situation and also like, just like bet games. So let's say you think Josh Allen should win MVP. Josh Allen's going to go nuclear down the stretch. Probably a better bet instead of betting Josh Allen to win MVP, like bet the Bills next week against the Chiefs. Then like you could actually bet your opinion. And, like, you might, and, you might, and you might win, yeah. sure. Because he ain't going to win MVP, whether you think he should or not. But there are other ways that you can bet your opinion. It doesn't have to be just on this particular thing that we're talking about with, with uh, postseason awards in the National Football League. All right, we're off to a flying start here on a Friday. Absolutely love it. Uh, on the other side, we'll talk about the Niners-Seahawks game next week. We'll talk about the Cowboys-Eagles game next week, our like initial point spread projections for those games. And we'll also talk a little bit about, if we have time, we'll do some of the, uh, the bottom of the NFC playoff picture. I think we're going to see a couple surprise teams make it in the National Football Conference. We'll discuss next on You Better, You Bet.